Hey folks, welcome to the fourth episode of the Sketch Sounds podcast. I'm Justin B. Agern. Today's episode is with Creased Long, former drummer of Harriers of Discord, a band that has since relocated to North Carolina. He has been working on Quintessence, his solo work as a multi-instrumentalist and composer. With him is Lorraine Ewing, former employee of Disney, of acting work, and is now a teacher in the special needs field. Uh, we talked a lot about music, we talked a lot about the industry, kind of the point of this whole thing. So lock in if you can. We had to cut it down from two and a half hours. Uh, it's pretty short this time. It's about only about an hour, so you should be okay. And just before we get started, we're going to play the title track of Harriers of Discord's latest record, The Sale of Indulgence. Uh, this is their last one before moving to North Carolina and their last one with Creased on drums. So please enjoy The Sale of Indulgence before we get started with the podcast. Here we go. <laughs>
one. So my first concert was actually an Ozfest. I forget which year, but Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden, Rob Zombie. Damn. And those are the main acts that I was pretty stoked on mm-hmm. because I, I grew up listening to a lot of metal, but it's kind of funny because now I don't really listen to it. But um, <laughs> that was my first concert. Oh, my first was um, the Blood Brothers at the Glass House. Oh, okay. You guys know oh, the Blood nice. Brothers? I know of them. I, I never the really got house. into them. Uh, yeah, the Blood Brothers were a band out of Seattle, and they, uh, they it was like post-hardcore, so it was kind of kind of had that screamo feel yeah. but like they weren't it wasn't screamo lyrics it was just their their lyrics were bizarre kind of like uh you ever listen to death by stereo no but they were on a uh compilation that i had by epitaph a long time ago i was really into those guys for a good like few months mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> were they anything like division of laura lee or was it like oh, uh, i have no idea uh they were one of those I always like managed to bring them up somehow, but they, <laughs> I don't they, know why I wasn't even a huge fan. But like, it's funny because I think the what they call they said that they were hardcore, but that was still the hardcore that um, it was a little bit punkish, but at the same time they had you know those whiny vocals and then the screams and mm-hmm. but they had songs that were like talking about like killing emos or something like that. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, oh, so you guys want to make sure you differentiate yourselves. Yeah. Like, we're not that. <laughs> like, <laughs> we just like the way that the vocals sound. That's funny. And I got it on a CD that was split up into like 80 tracks, so you couldn't steal it. So, so you couldn't steal it? What do you mean? Like, 80 so, tracks? So if you were to try and have someone like download that CD or like pirate it, Right. Like every song was split up into like five tracks that were like so oh, many shit. seconds long. That was kind of smart. Oh. Actually. Like, it was like the weirdest thing. Like back like, when you had to download tracks individually. Yeah, I was like, fuck, uh, what track yeah. is that one song? I think it's 35. <laughs> like, nice. Is that like LimeWire days? Cause like, no, actually, uh, my dad used to give me uh, CDs before they came out because he uh, he worked... Uh, he was a radio station DJ, so he got a lot of stuff ahead of time. I forgot your dad is uh, Long Paul, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, every now and then he'd give me something, and uh, you know, I'd get to listen to it before everyone else. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was one of the promos that he had gotten. And That's awesome. Do you still have any more weed, by the way? <laughs> um, There's a little dusting in here. Yeah. A little dusting? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I like wax, actually. My cousin, when we went on a vacation recently, she brought her wax pen, thank God, because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to get, you know, a little stoned. <laughs> but after that, my tolerance changed a little bit. It was kind of weird. Mm. Oh, it's, uh, it's a whole different animal. Yeah. I like it, though. Wax it's not always me. as fun, yeah. but it's always... Um, it does I, the job. Oh, last night I went. Uh, I follow a page on uh, Facebook called Classic Art Memes. Oh yes, that's a have good you seen one. that one? Yes. Oh my god! I, so like, so I hadn't good. seen their stuff in a while, and mm-hmm. I went on their page last night, and they have a bunch of stuff they had published the day before, so two days ago, and it was just like one after another, at least ten in one day, and they were just fucking solid. Oh my god. Yeah, a lot of their memes are really funny. <laughs> They're always so fucking yes. good. Even outside their page, that shit gets shared so massively that they become just memes in themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. 
Leroy, what was your first concert? Oh, yeah. Um, I was really into ska at the time in high school. And my ex at the time and a friend of ours and a, a random friend that we tagged along with us, we went to go see Real Big Fish and Straightly Manifesto that were touring together during the time. I want to say that was 2010. Um, I was a junior in high school, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll never forget it because I wasn't, I wasn't really, I didn't find concerts very appealing because I don't like crowds or people in general, mm. to be honest, <laughs> or at least being too close to people. But the, it was so much fun. I was dancing the whole night and they played every, like, every song I was hoping that they play, both sides, because I, I had just gotten into them that year. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Streetlight is probably, I, 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 they're definitely my favorite ska band. Street Wait, you saw them where again? DC. Oh, in DC. Yeah. Where, where in DC? It was a, uh, I don't remember. It's been so long. And I haven't lived out east for so long that I don't even remember any of DC, unfortunately. Uh, DC had some of my favorite venues, uh, east or west. Oh, yeah. I've, I used to know the venue, actually. 2010. Uh, was, it, was it Black Cat? Was Not it Black Cat. Uh, 9.30 Club? It was 9.30 Club. Big place? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that brings back so many memories. <laughs> <laughs> 30 Club yeah. is great. I, I mm-hmm. always regret, like, a... Oh, oh, Harry! Thank CD. you. Nice. So much. Oh my God, I have got one of them. This isn't it. That's the newest one. This is. Oh, you're on this one. Yeah, I play the drums. Oh, this is sweet. That's uh, probably the the best. Um, it's the best one for sure. Well, yeah. the the first three. Oh, it's an EP. Yeah, the first three Amy recorded by herself. Yeah. Mm. And then two after that. Um, we recorded as a band, but uh, <laughs> the sale of indulgence was probably the more defining of the two. The the other one had a lot of remakes and um, the newer one. Um, that one sounded different. This one to this to sale of indulgence. Well, this is the newer one. Sale of indulgence. What about yeah. the one before it? Uh, and they did live. The w- Amy recorded is that, the that one, one that, herself, huh? No, that was everyone. Because she oh, gave shit. me one that was uh, in a paper sleeve. Oh, it could have uh, been... Uh, oh, it was the one, yeah. A white been, paper sleeve? Could have been this, or it could have been um, And They Did Live. I think it was ones, And They Did Live. Yeah. A lot of the uh, samples I would give out were in the paper sleeves. Yep. With the uh, uh, track list, like on a business card. Yep. Yeah. Mm. That's so cool. Thank you, dude. Mm-hmm. This is the latest by Harriers of Discord. They have since moved away to North Carolina? Yep. South Carolina? Yeah, North Carolina. North Carolina. Just uh, Dwayne and Amy, right? And uh, Marcus and uh, his girlfriend as well. Oh. Um, yeah, they wanted to be closer to Asheville. Uh, Asheville's got the scene. Yeah, because um, yeah. we, we didn't completely exhaust the scene over here, but Did I you? guess they were... Exhausted of the scene over here, so they wanted to uh, go into some new areas, and you know. Um, and Amy's very ambitious. Ambi- wow, ambitious. Yeah. Amy is very ambitious. She always is like, "Okay, so we did this here. Now let's go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do the same shit." Because you guys every- played in Vegas for a lot too. Oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh, we played in. Uh, They've earned a repertoire. New Mexico and Texas, uh, Northern Arizona. California. Those were all like regular gigs. Oh no, no, they. Uh, that was touring, huh? Mm. Yeah, that was for the South by Southwest, which was really cool because you guys played South by. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. and. Uh, Feed bands, the people who put it on, they paid for these luxurious ass hotel rooms. And um, the gas. As I mean, well. they weren't like, you know, the best of the best, but. 
when we when I went in, I was I was blown away. You know, there was, there was a kitchen, full kitchen, yeah, in the room, yeah, mm-hmm. wow, a kitchenette, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you, you had an apartment. It kind of <laughs> <Pretty much>. was, <laughs> yeah. It was and, so uh, cool. Yeah, it was like a studio apartment. Yeah, there was. A, it, no. I was surprised. I've never been in a, in any room like that in a hotel. So I was like. Yeah, it was really <laughs> nice. I, I got that. Uh, I got that treatment at. Um, I went to. It's called the Gathering, and it's it's like five or six years running. It's in Kentucky. It's in huh. Louisville. Like it's based in Louisville, and uh, it's just like an artist showcase, like for radio people. Hmm. So all these radio reps come out, and they nice. we do a whiskey tour. I'm not even in radio, but they invited me. Fuck um, yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like I was just there, just like taking pictures and stuff, and it was like up and coming bands, bands that had already been around, um, that have, that have already been around, and um, and we went on like we would go to different distilleries out in the country where these bands would play and we would just drink whiskey and eat barbecue for free and it was amazing. Oh, <laughs> See anything yeah. about that? Uh, Kentucky barbecue? Oh, Fuck. that brisket was oh. the best brisket I've ever had. Brisket's like I've had good. some good brisket. Brisket's too. really I swear, good. the South, no one does it better than the South and yeah. I don't even like the South having grown up in the Bible Belt but the barbecue out there is unreal. <laughs> it's yeah. really good. Yeah, I'm racist. Sure know how to yes. cook. <laughs> they, I mean, yeah. Everybody's got their, everybody's got their thing. Yeah. At least there's an outlet that isn't bad where they're like, yeah, we're good at this. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, we're going to cook this food, but not for none of them blacks. <laughs> and not for none of them homeless people out there. And no homosexuals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because the Bible. Do you think it's ever going to, like, do you think rural areas like that will go away eventually? Do you think we'll all be so like metropolitan? Are we gonna turn into like you guys love all those people, right? Like, are we eventually gonna look like Carson? Um, Where like George Carlin put it into a a really good perspective, where uh, he says only some people as stupid as us could have taken this great, beautiful landscape and turned it into a fucking shopping mall. (laughs) And that's that's too good. (laughs) Pretty much what we've done. And yeah. um, especially here in Rancho lately. Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah, Rancho is one That's of the sad. fastest developing metropolitan towns. It's good for a lot of reasons, but then you think about all the poor animals that died in the making. So yeah. many rodents. So many. So many rodents. Yeah. Honestly, rabbits. Coyotes like I, I saw water. Nobody's gonna say anything until coyotes are getting killed. Yeah, true. You know? Or like, yeah, anything that looks like a dog. They're like, no, that's where we draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I heard somebody say that like we determine how much we care about like other creatures mm-hmm. based on how much of a mess they make when we kill them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a cockroach is not a big deal, but like if you kill a dog, it's going to make a big mess. Yeah. <laughs> you did the same thing to a dog. Because dogs it's gonna are, make a big mess are and nice now we to feel us. More dogs well, are like humans. And yeah. Dogs are so definitely kind. more, yeah. well, I guess so cockroaches you, aren't like unfriendly, but I guess. They're get, actually you know. really cool. I like insects. I hate the fact that anyone's like, oh, fucking kill a bee. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Oh yeah, we need those. I can't remember the last the time I saw a bee. Exactly. I, That's fucked up. Been, but also, like, I've I don't seen walk a few bees. I've like, seen a couple yeah. bees. Well, I I go to a lot of places that have a lot of floralness, like parks and shit. Yeah. So it's like I'll see one bee there, and I'm like, oh no, where's the where's your brothers <laughs> and sisters? <laughs> and like, where's your friends? It's really sad. They are on the endangered species list. Bumblebees. Yeah. 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 How do we even get to this point? We were talking about Harriers, and then we went to bumblebees being endangered. Harrier sounds like a bee. Yeah. 
So that just bass line just... <laughs> Yes. Except it's more than one note, you know, it's a... Uh, it's a couple. Yeah, it's a few. <laughs> uh, you joined them when? Um, what year was that? 2015, you said? If it was 2015, it, uh, it would have been late 2015. I, I, I just remember they were playing an open mic night uh, at Mustang Sally's, and... Uh, my brother and the, our bassist at the time, Mike, um, well, he wasn't my bassist yet, but they both told me, oh, uh, you know, our friend's band's playing and they need a drummer. And I was like, oh, I've heard that a thousand fucking times. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but when they played, I was actually really impressed. And I went up to Amy and I told her, I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to be your new drummer. She goes, <laughs> oh, well, we'll see. And I was like, nah, I'm I'm going to be your drummer. <laughs> You're like, and, make no mistake about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a few rehearsals later, I was their drummer. And I want to say it was probably 2016. If it was 2015, it would have been late 2015. But That's cool, because they had been around a few years before, right? Didn't they have a few releases? Uh, yeah, yeah uh, Amy did. released three albums by herself, where she did everything. Yeah. And um, True. Oh, pre-Dwayne? Yeah, because well, I thought he was in it the whole time. So I think I thought I, they were they were in it together the whole time. Um, I got to get the details on that. Yeah. I think he might have done like a few small things, but um, in the beginning he was actually like still like he wasn't bad at guitar, but he was still learning some things, and uh, uh, he actually improved a lot over the course of us playing over the years. Mm. He's just a super fast learner. Yeah, yeah, and so and is Marcus for that matter. Oh yeah, Marcus a. didn't even know how to yeah. play bass. Jeez, or drum? Like, really? No, he no. was a drummer. Yeah, he, that's he, true. He's a drummer, but um, oh, so he gets he he gets rhythm. the concept rhythm. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, oh yeah. And he learned bass in like a couple months, and we, he was show ready after that. Yeah. Mm. Um, really fast learner. But yeah. now he's playing the drums. And Marcus, I, I see you out there changing up some of my lines. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> tastefully, though. Tastefully. Did you think about going out there? Um, I did, but there was a number of. Uh, there was a number <laughs> of factors there where I was in. I still am in uh, quite a bit of debt. So I didn't want to risk going without a paycheck for a while and, you know, moving across the United States. Finding a job can kind of be hard. Um, oh, In the yeah. East, it <laughs> is a bitch. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure I would have been able to find one. Amy and Dwayne um, probably would have been like, "Yeah, we got you." Oh, when I when like, I moved to DC, the first thing I did was look for restaurant jobs. Yeah, yeah. I found one within two weeks. That's true. They always because like people. they were always hiring. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, the, yeah. The high turnover rate in major cities like yes. for restaurant jobs. Like there's such a you'll always find a job. Yeah. Like it might not be the the exact like that one. It was great experience, but like fine dining would have been cool. Yeah. You yes. know. I have I have general manager experience and things like that, so I don't think it would have been hard. Um, but there would have been a lot of other financial factors where I had I would have to uh, change how they're paid and this and that. And, mm -hmm. um, 
so I'm not quite ready to just move across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was that's pretty much why it was mostly just because of money. I didn't want to. Are they on a timetable? Are they coming back? Nope, they're uh, they moved. Yeah, they're yeah. oh, they're gone until yeah. we. Uh, <clears throat> Amy and I, we made a drunken agreement one night uh, <laughs> that if we get, I think it was like thirty-one. If we get to thirty-one, and neither of us has made it or done something, or if they make it, and then uh, she'd be like, "Yeah, like we should totally meet up and collaborate. It doesn't matter where it has to be. It, you know, it could be uh, Harrier stuff or." Uh, even some Quintessence stuff, which uh, Quintessence is my own band. Um, I just haven't been able to get it off the ground because I need like eight people. Mm. I need. You're pe- thinking big. Well, I need people who can play like trumpets and saxophones mm-hmm. and cello and flute and piano and and I still need a couple guitarists in there and <laughs> it's kind of hard to have a band that size and well not only that but get that many people yeah. to tag along and fuck yeah all the be, schedules need to be met like, yeah um it's yeah. a lot of people to wrangle yeah and there was a point where we had six people in practice um but then the drummer that we had uh he was kind of hard-headed and a lot of the time in a band you need one person who has like a clear distinct vision of what you know like i wrote all the music like all, the, well, actually, Brandon, he wrote some of the songs too, but I had like forty songs to his ten. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he had so, some catching up to do. Well, yeah, and um, I was open to other people writing, but at the same time, there's uh, certain criteria. Um, it has to be, well, it has to sound like something that would be the band. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't just put out like an acoustic folk album and then you're like, hey, yeah, you write a song on the next one and it's like electronic synth reggae or some <laughs> some absurd shit, you know, like. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Like, sorry, I almost choked him. Like, <laughs> no, I, I do love the, like how far the branches <laughs> actually can reach. <laughs> Just every time you think you got it down, you're like, oh no, there's a whole new family of yeah, know, yeah, it's you know, sub kingdom of of uh, that, that, that <laughs> musical stuff creatures. Might be interesting to listen to, but actually, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I like any of those genres. But well, what's the most? Uh, I there's got to be one of those where like, yeah, like I don't know, northeastern Yorkshire dream pop. You know, like, yeah. Is there one of those, like at least one that you somehow did identify with, like some some deep genre like well, that? Well, in a sense, I wanna, in a sense, uh, with quintessence, I do want to say that there's nothing that's not us, but at the same time, that doesn't mean I would go on and uh, put something out that's in the complete different direction of everything else. Like I wouldn't do like a hip-hop song or an electronic song or uh, some songs could seem like they're heavily electronic but really it would just be an orchestration of other things that you could do electronically but I choose to do acoustically 
So in that case, where does where does quintessence come from? Me. Um, no, like yeah. So where does the sound come from? Like, it's it's what what are your uh, for lack of a better question? What are your influences? Like who is who is speaking to you uh, on in quintessence work? Well, uh, there's a a pretty broad range because um, before I did quintessence, I wrote black metal, and I wrote a lot of songs, a lot of black metal songs on the electric guitar, and then. One day I get a Spanish guitar, and I start writing acoustic songs that sound like they're black metal, but it's an acoustic song. So right off the bat, I had sort of like kind of like a weird thing mm-hmm. where it's like really dark sounding acoustic music. It, it eventually lightened up, you know. I, um, a lot of influence from black metal, but also a lot of early like '60s and '70s like. A, a lot of fairly typical ones like Pink Floyd or the Moody Blues. Um, Uriah Heep, anything like that? I don't know who that is. Oh, you might want to check them out. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But sorry, go on. Oh no. <laughs> um, a lot of like even jazz or blues. Um, not a lot of particulars that are just a driving influence. It's a lot of kind of pieces gathered from different things, like when. I tried to get my drummer, because he was a metal drummer, mm-hmm. and I had to teach him how to play slow, which mm-hmm. was interesting, because you think a lot of the time, someone who knows how to play fast, but everyone has got their own their own way that they some approach pe- things. You think some people just jumped straight to fast and didn't learn well, how to yeah, play slow? Oh, um, yeah, kind of. Um, I taught him a few things on emphasis, and then I gave him a list of CDs I wanted them to check out, and certain songs on those CDs, and various different aspects of the instrument that I felt that those songs portrayed. Mm -hmm. I remember, I think one of them, it was like, it was a Pink Floyd, I don't remember what song, but I wrote, you know, for the subtlety, but also like how it follows everything. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of, I was looking for very particular syncopations where sometimes the drums would follow exactly what something else did. Uh, where it wasn't necessarily a beat, but more so a syncopation. Yeah. Um, and I I had like a long list for him. And I don't know if he ever actually listened to him, but uh, it took a lot of time just sitting there and telling him, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you're supposed uh <laughs> And you try doing Damn. that with eight people. Um, here, let's do these real quick. I think we're to be honest. Oh, okay. After this. <laughs> oh, cheers. Ooh, you by itself. It's what is that? No, it's uh, honey whiskey from honey Jack. Jack Daniels. Oh. Yeah. It's very. That is really honey. Yeah. yeah. It even by itself, not even that bad. Yeah, it's even um, though I'm like. <laughs> oh, it's very sugary. Yeah, it's very good oh on my ice. God, yes. But it's also a headache. On ice, it's amazing. Mm. You're right. It would be oh. good on ice. That makes sense. Hell yes. Because it almost feels like syrup. So mm-hmm. yeah, like really um, raw it, syrup. Yeah. Some drinks like, I actually like to have them watered down a little bit, which is funny because people ice. are like, "No ice," and I'm like, "No, give me some ice." You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little. Like. I want this to melt into it. And in Europe, they hate that shit. Like if you ask for ice in a restaurant, oh, in Europe, yeah, they're, they're like, like, "Oh, fucking Americans." Yeah, and like, like okay. I've, I've heard stories where yep. they were True. legitimately. 
Because they think it's wasteful. You're like, oh, you just um, want more water for your water. And we're like, I guess so. <laughs> like, the old place I worked at in D.C., the restaurant, um, the bartender I usually worked with was this, like, this this great dude. He was, like, loud. Yeah. He was... Um, he was gay. He would talk about like who he would fuck nice. in the restaurant. Like, at all <laughs> so, times. Fuck yeah, that's what restaurants are for. Yeah. The employees are lit. <laughs> yeah. If you work like, at a restaurant and you're not, if if there's no possibility of you getting sued for sexual harassment, then are you really working at a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh you're God. working at a Best Buy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's all bros. <laughs> but he would always judge. Um, he would always judge people by uh, what they got to drink. So, oh. like, these guys would come in and get um, Crown Royal mm. and pineapple juice. <laughs> Interesting. That sounds... And, yeah, so I'd, I'd put the order in, and I'd go up to him, and I'd be like, hey, here's the order. And he's like, who the fuck ordered this? Yeah. <laughs> and he lo- he says it out loud, looking around the restaurant, who the he's fuck like, ordered... Who would ruin... I know some shit. <laughs> yeah. He's like, who would ruin Crown someone Royal? someone, like... Be- Begrudgingly, like, raise his hand, like, me? No, <laughs> no, they never acknowledged it anyway. I'm sure they heard it. They were it. too afraid. They were and like, a f- no. A few points where he yelled so loud that I was like, he, I, they heard it. They must have heard it. They like, didn't say anything, wanna... but they must have heard it. Uh, I had a coworker get busted because he was, he came, he, he, like, served a table, came back to us on the other side of the restaurant. I was surprised this guy, um, noticed anything but like he came back to talk shit about the guy yeah. that he just served he's like this guy wants this and this and blah 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 yeah and like what the fuck and he's just like making fun of him the whole time but the guy like looked up and saw us and i guess kind of heard him oh, from across the shit. restaurant no. so he like called later on and he was like hey look like yeah i was complicated like he was nice about it apparently he was oh, like he was like look i know i was complicated worked. but like i don't know that's just how i am and like Oh, but it wasn't called. cool that I saw that the server making fun of me. Like I, I wanted to address that. And I was like, oh. I actually had yeah. an experience like that <laughs> in uh, a GameStop. Um, really? You know, uh, uh, Lorraine and I actually we went there, and I was. Uh, anytime I go there, it's just kind of like random. I, I could be buying fucking Pokemon cards. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm there and. I hear one of the girls who works there talking to the other girl who works there, and she's just talking so much shit on, I forget what it was, but it was something that I was, like, kind of interested in. I think it and, was Pokemon related. Yeah, it was something Pokemon. It and, was. Uh, she was saying something, oh, people who come in here to buy Pokemon cards, and you're like. No, nah, <laughs> she was just, like, talking crap on, exactly like, Pokemon, you, you know, yeah. and it's like, yeah. and I was just like, oh. Like, like, she really was. Like, I was like, well, now I'm going to. told me the story, I was like, what the fuck? Like, you're yeah, gonna I'm going to feel extra insecure when I'm buying this year. I was like, I guess I'll go somewhere <laughs> else, you know. You're like, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. That timing could not have been better. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you go there because you hope that people are there are going to have similar interests and embrace yeah. uh, That's nerd so nerdum or and oh I uh, I wonder what she like she was probably a League of Legends fan no offense I'm, I'm just I don't kidding. know I don't know I'm what not. she liked you know maybe she just there are some to people that are really there. fandoms and it's not even just League of Legends it was a joke by the way like it's just yeah. saying like most of the time people <laughs> are like oh, she hates that no i don't but like a lot of the times when people like hate a certain thing they mean like oh you must like this and this i'm like no they just it's not their thing and they never experienced it the way i did yeah, and, that's like, how a yeah. lot of people are but 
if there's <laughs> I always save my crap talking for for backup house. I'm gonna use the bathroom um, super quick. Oh, go for it. Yep. Here no it comes. Uh, I was, you know, because you don't want to make someone feel unwelcome, mm. uh, and a lot of the time it's kind of funny. Uh, people who make a big deal about anything at a restaurant, they don't realize that they're becoming the laughing stock of literally the whole restaurant. So oh, yeah. if you're a server and you go up there and you take someone's order and they're being bitchy or whatever and you go back and you go into the back of the house, you're like, this fucking asshole. And then everyone else is like, fuck that guy. Yeah. And then it just kind of... Everyone knows what you're talking yeah, about. And then later on, yeah. someone from another position, they're like, hey, so what happened with that guy? And you're like, fuck that guy. <laughs> and... Have you worked a position where you serve tables? Well, uh, at Sioux Plantation, I'm a, I'm a pre-busser and a busser. Yeah, um, but you're not serving tables, though, right? I'm like, not, you're not like, serving. Like, that's not what soup plantation is. No, um, our sense of serving at a buffet is where you just pick up their dirty dishes as they go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If someone asks for something, I'll grab it for them. Like um, food? No, not... F- well, if, the, if it's like an old lady who has like a walker or something, I'll be like, yeah, I'll grab you a bowl of soup. Yeah. Um, a lot of time people ask for like a coffee mug, and you would be like, sure. You know, that's nothing too mm-hmm. inconvenient. Yeah. Um, but with us, it's more so just pre-bussing and uh, bussing. Um, that's why it's not as much of a tipping establishment. But at the same time, you, you still have your, like, you know, people tip you like 21 bucks for a party of six. You're like, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mo- most of the time, it's like a dollar or two. Mm-hmm. If you get a five, you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Did something right. Yeah, I work in a I have full service restaurant, so it's like uh it's all brunch stuff, but it's it's not super cheap. A lot of like really elaborate uh good salads too, so it's like it's good food. <clears throat> so you're paying some money for it. Yeah. So the tips are always like at the lowest when people just come in for like oatmeal and like a salad or something, twenty bucks on the bill. So it's like, you know, maybe you get three or four bucks. Yeah. That's fine. That's usually what I strive for is like a th- at least a $3 minimum. Yeah. If anything less, you're like, well, I mean, I'll I'll take a penny. I don't give a fuck. But um you got to you got to get into like full service restaurants then. Yeah. Um You got the personality for it. You can do well, it. Well, what's funny you gotta, is you got to not like ta- you have to take people's shit though. That that's the problem. Oh, no. I'm I like I said you, I was a general manager before. Ooh, I've yeah, had to take copious amounts of shit. Um you have to take the most serious shits yeah. too. Like, the ones that are sent to corporate, any, any they have time, to, and they end up asking you, "Hey, what's going on over there?" Well, not only that, but I might as well have been an IT guy and a repairman and so many other. You know, mm. when you're a general manager, the whole store is your responsibility. And what you store have, was this? Uh, it was a Domino's and Norco. Oh, okay. And it was low volume, so it was kind of hard to run because you don't have the sales for staff, and I also didn't have the staff for staff. <laughs> so, um, it was pretty challenging and the delivery area was all fucked up. It's all sorts of shit, mm-hmm. but, um, then sometimes you get, you ever get a customer who gives you a compliment, but at a really inconvenient time. Yeah. So one then they night, get offended when, uh, you have to run. Oh no, I, <laughs> I, I did my best to like maintain the, but so I have, I have like internet orders going off. I have phones ringing off the hook. I have an oven that's backing up. I'm short-staffed. Ugh. This lady calls up. It's this nice old lady, and uh, 
she goes hi can i talk to the manager and i'm like this is the manager how can i help you and she goes oh well last night i got pizza delivered and i go okay here we go mm-hmm. like and she goes and it was the best delivery experience i've had in my entire life and i was like really oh wow <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> phones ringing off the hook Pizza's folding in half because the oven is just, it just keeps going. It's a rotisserie kind of thing where if they all get to the end, they all just kind of pile on each other. And yeah. I'm sitting there and she goes, you know, I'm I'm older and I'm hard of hearing. So I was really pleased when the driver only knocked once. He didn't knock again. And it took me a few minutes to walk to the door. And I appreciate that he didn't knock again. And I was wow, like, oh, well, sweet. <clears throat> it was really sweet, but I was busy as fuck. So I tried to get her off the phone in a nice way. I tell her, you know what, ma'am? Uh, you just made my night. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you a free large pizza and a two liter of soda the next time you order. Wow. And she, and she goes, that won't be necessary. <laughs> and then she keeps. <laughs> what did she, she say it angrily? No, no, oh. like just you know, like oh no, oh, and uh, <laughs> that sounded angry. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, then she just keeps on just talking about it. I'm just in like oh, oh, she went right past it. Yeah, and I was just like oh shit, like I got to get off the phone. And I just kept oh you thank you so much, thank you so much. And then finally I hung up with her, and everything's a shit show. But that was probably the biggest example of a compliment that was extremely inconvenient at the time. Mm-hmm. Just, I get those at work where, like, uh, not every time, but often enough that I've noticed uh, if there's if some if it's usually like much older women who are just like, you know, you were such a great server, and <laughs> you know, like I just wanted to tell you that, and I was like, thank you, I really appreciate yeah. that, like. Um, like, I don't, I don't know how to take it cause I feel like I'm doing the standard like service Yeah, and I'm like, how bad do you, how bad of service do you typically get? Cause like I'm doing the, you know, yeah, I'm, not the minimum, but close to it. Like how, how much worse is it for you typically when you, that when you come here and meet me, like well, I make your day, like that's weird to me. Like, well, I don't know how to approach it. The one thing I always say is everyone has... An ideal dining experience, a less than ideal dining experience, and a not ideal, just completely. And it's up to you to determine how their experience is going to be. And uh, all sorts of things can affect their experience before they even get to the experience. Mm-hmm. They can't find parking. It's too cold in the store. Yeah. Your seating. Um, you don't give them a booth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck, I hate booth people. Um, yeah, but that's what they want, and that determines their mood, yeah, whether they get it or you, not. And you try and sit someone Or at, if they get it or not. Yeah, you sit them somewhere else, and they go, no, I want a booth. You're like, okay, well, it's going to be about 20 minutes. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> yeah you, they say a lot of bad things about millennials and, and the such, but you ever try to tell a baby boomer they got to wait five minutes for a table? Oh, my God, dude. I've been talking about this for a while. It drives me crazy. Yeah, like, they, like uh, do you want to, like, the generation that calls our generation entitled? Or uh, I'm like, you're, you're that, mad that they coffee... They say that we want instant gratification. Yeah. But it's like, oh, you don't want to wait for a table? 
Well, I didn't have to wait for a table in the 70s. Yeah, because there weren't that many people yet. (laughs) (laughs) Rancho Cucamonga is a small town that has, off the top of my head, just a guess, like 700,000 people. No, no. We're we're like 170,000. Really? Yeah. That was probably a bit of an overstretch. Uh, <laughs> so for, uh, for comparison, for comparison, DC has about 650,000. Oh my gosh. Now LA. LA has 12 million. Yeah. In LA County. Yeah. That's. Yeah. In I, LA proper, I, I, I think, think it's like LA, 6 million. I think LA County has more population than some states entirely. Oh yeah. You know about uh, San Bernardino County? San Bernardino County is the largest county in the country. Yeah. With the lo- the lowest population and the greatest amount of poverty. <laughs> yeah, like San per Bernardino. capita. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it kind of makes you proud, right? Yeah. <laughs> we are the poorest. I went to a festival called um, uh, High and Low a couple of years ago at the... NOS Center, N O S Center, like yeah. a event kind of like whatever. the energy drink. I guess so. Yeah, yeah there's an energy drink. Yeah, N O S, right? Capital yeah. S. Yeah. And um, it was at the NOS Center in San Bernardino. I'm invited by a publicist to come cover the event uh, as a photographer and writer. So um, uh, I go and I get there super early to just to be safe. No security. Like, I went through one gate, and they're like, oh, you got to go over there for press, I think. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I go over there. There's no guards. I park. I walk right in. Like, nobody's set. Like, they're still setting up. Like, they're still yeah. doing, not even doing sound check yet. Like, I got there really early. And I go to the publicist, and I was like, that invited me. And I was like, hey, what's up? She's like, oh, how'd you get in? And I was like, right here. Um, I was going to ask you about that. Like, I got in right here on the side. Is this okay? I didn't go through any security. Is this okay? And she's like, she's like, you didn't go through security? <laughs> what do you mean? I was like, oh, are they are they still setting up? Like, am I that early? Like, maybe I was too early for security, too. Yeah. And um, she's like, no, they've got to be around, right? And I'm like, where are you from? <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm from New Jersey. Like, I operate in New Jersey. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm from I'm from San Bernardino County, <laughs> and uh, I'm from this area, and you need to get security now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, we just had a couple of shootings overseas. Like, uh, we will out here take too. advantage of this. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, get security on here because this is a bad area. Yeah, like I I grew up like I didn't grow up around here, but I grew up in this general area. I know this area pretty well. Like, this is not a good area. Get security on now. Because they just let me in, and I could have had anything on me. Yeah, your camera could have been... Nobody searched my bag or anything. Like, I could have walked in with a gun. It sounds like it got deep. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I was talking about... Yeah, I I covered an event at the NAS Center in uh, San Bernardino. Oh. And uh, there was no security when I walked in. And I was talking to, like, the publicist that invited me to cover the show. And um, I was like, you guys aren't from here. Uh, but I, I know this area pretty well. This is not a good area. You guys need to get security on here now because I walked in free and clear. And wow. I, c- I could have had anything on me. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> could have stopped the event before it even started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, incidentally, Brand New was uh, headlining. And uh, soon after that, uh, Singer got busted for like, he was one of those guys that was like grooming 
15 year old fans, uh, yeah. you know yeah. one of those guys the old R. Kelly oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually at the Adult Swim Festival they were really tight on security as fuck oh yeah it was oh, great my, it was it was because you felt like nothing All bad was incels. going to happen the whole time <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no honestly it was it was wonderful wait did you say incels yes you yeah. did oh my god <laughs> It's like incels aren't going to the gun show. Incels, <laughs> they're going to uh, adult we, swim. We are fest. incels. We win shit. Those, <laughs> how, how pathetic do you have to be to blame yeah. your lack of a personality on women? That's pretty fucked. That's up. essentially what I see an incel as. That's like, kind of what they are. Yeah, ah, women. Women don't like me. I want to kill them all, but I want a woman. And it's like, do you do you not like do you not know what you're saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> And it's like clearly like you haven't been in enough relationships to know that it, like it's, it's a war. Yes. <laughs> Every time you're in a relationship, it's work. Yes. It's like it's weird work. It's work you wouldn't do if it was anything it's else. It's work you want more than anything <laughs> other than the actual work that you have to do to earn money. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Sure, Honestly, sure. There's like, like if this job was anything else and it didn't earn you money, you'd be like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's uh, exactly all it is is. Perhaps a little compromise um, on both. A little and, compromise. <laughs> yeah, and just not being a shitty person. How hard is it? Like, a lot of people have their their up and downsides, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. some of these people, you're like... Are no, you some people miserable? enjoy being miserable. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would seem oh, yeah. so. And yeah. they, they like to blame their problems on anyone but themselves. Selfish people. Yeah. yeah. Those are the easiest ones to find in restaurants. Oh, yeah. God. Lorraine, yeah. have you worked in a restaurant ever? Um, that was actually all I did until my recent job. I've been working at my job now for a year, but before that was all restaurant. Oh, shit. Yeah. One time TJ Maxx, and they were like, no, nah, we know you're kind. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Retail and restaurants, I'm just saying different <laughs> oh i'm sure they are yeah yes. you, you i try to follow like a couple of retail meme pages and i'm like i don't understand this yeah, yeah. i don't understand these jokes i understand some of them it's like customer service yeah yeah general I'm, shit i'm too like, much of an artsy fucking weirdo i say some of the stupidest most awkward shit and in retail that is different like you say that shit and people are like that's not okay and i'm like i think it is and they're like you're fired i'm like uh-huh <laughs> it's so funny i was reading an article <clears throat> recently about um how back of house staff in restaurants are usually like super homophobic and like mean like if servers it's really are, raunchy back there if yeah if yeah. servers are gay like yeah it's raunchy and it if is. servers are gay like they pick yes. on them like and i was like sometimes not at my restaurant yeah we, yeah, we got a, we got a few great. gay people at my restaurant and it's totally cool oh fuck there's a lot oh, yeah, more than a, just a few gay people at your restaurant <laughs> 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 not only is it totally cool but like yeah. at my restaurant like all the guys in the back of house constantly joke about how they're gonna fuck each other later yeah yes. yep. yep like they're none oh of God, them are that's gay. what it's like back yeah none there. of that's them are actually like. gay yes. but they're totally like, <laughs> that's that's they're what so it's like true. working in a restaurant you know yeah oh my god so we have these dishers um they they don't speak any english I learned a little bit of Spanish from them, but I pretty much just walk by them all the time and pinche joto, helado, pinche puto, and then every now and then you're like, you lazy. Uh, one of these dishes, though, dude's probably like 50. Uh, like you were saying, like everyone jokes around about fucking each other or like gay shit. This motherfucker 
cupped my cooch or my my gooch area, <laughs> my gooch area, <laughs> and just did a credit card like right up my ass. What? It's like, yeah. I was like, I remember that. You get sexually harassed at work? Uh, nothing I wouldn't do to someone else, you know. <laughs> oh my um, god! <laughs> but when you fucking did it, I was just like, I turned around, I was like, you motherfucker. Yeah, and <laughs> we recently had our. <coughs> We had our Christmas. We're still, we're still rested on that last one. Yeah. <laughs> we had our Christmas party, and um, our supervisor was taking uh, pictures of the whole staff, everyone that showed up. And on the last one, she goes, "Okay, everyone, do what you want to do. Just do uh. anything." So I just bent over, and uh, my friend Daniel acted like he was humping me, and that was in the picture. <laughs> um, awesome. Cool. That's the extent. And, you know, I think it's perfectly fine, because if you're that comfortable with your, like, I'll, I'll admit, Most like, when like, a no dude's homo. handsome or something, like, yeah. I've even, I even made out with a few dudes on tour. Uh, by I saw ac- it. It was, I saw one it of was an accident both times. It's true. It was uh, an accident? Yeah, like they were just like you ever so get um, you ever get too close into someone <laughs> oh. you, you ever like, get too close into someone's face and you're like uh like sticking your tongue out at them and then you accidentally touch no they pulled oh. me in oh yeah um, so oh. you just no oh, okay and that never happened to me but no it, yeah. it happened to me twice uh, <laughs> and it's true um, <laughs> and both of them were about like no shame in it yeah it just like, happened they were Whatever. like two seconds long and I was like well. I've done that now. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, like I said, I, I can, I can, I have no insecurity in being like, oh, that dude's handsome, or I could see how that, this and that, and even doing all like the gay shit that we do, it's not like, like I'm, I'm secure enough where I am to be like, oh, I don't care. Like to, to me, it's just. Just, just another thing you're doing. Around, no big deal. You know? Yeah, you're just fooling around. And as long as no one takes themselves too seriously, or you know, I don't do it to girls. I don't just walk up to girls and be like, you can't oh, do it with girls. Yeah, yeah it's, no, it's it's different. Especially yeah. now, like yeah. don't you can all, you <laughs> just like you can't yeah. ever do like some people it's have awful. always known that you can never do that to girls. Like yeah. other guys, not in the fifties. <laughs> yeah, not in the fifties. Like 50s. you're my wife now. I yeah. met you three days ago, and you're like. Uh, yeah. I, all right. I need a fine dame to, you know, tend my kitchen. And then I need generations of my children to be yeah. shitty. <laughs> like, I need at least. There I go. Boy, don't you know it? Yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the, the 20th century, I swear. Flawed as fuck. I really like the. So the, are we? So yeah. <laughs> we are. We are growing as yeah. a people. Like we really. We're are. in a transitional we, period. We have to. We're always going to be in a transitional yeah. period. Yeah. We're never going to because we're never going to perfect. It. Think about the 21st the, century is. Fuck. Think about the first humans though, way. like having not even discovered fire. Yeah. Probably this brutish. Uh, you ever seen kinda, um, Quest for Fire? No. Um, uh, kind of like this brutish like clan or. Kind of like mentality. You're to literally where describing Quest for Fire that's, right now. That's okay. Um, <laughs> he, he, you should see it. It's literally how, about how they didn't discover fire. This brutish cave. You were, you're literally describing everything in the movie. Brutish are you talking cave about man. the movie? No. no. No, he is though. He hasn't seen it yet, but he's literally. No, but that's not. It. Yeah, well, that's I not was going to say though. over the <laughs> over the span of time how we went from that yeah. to you know only Sorry. simply stoning people to death for not agreeing with what. Yeah. And now we're just simply putting them in prison. Well, there are still some yeah. countries and, uh, that still stone their women for 
Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Did you see, there was that woman from Saudi Arabia. Well, she's like 16 or something. She's Malala? uh, No, she is actually 16. No, not the one who's the teacher. She's not a teacher. She was a student. Or a student, yeah. Yeah. Um, No, this one, she was just, um, she escaped her family. Uh, She took off. She ran away and ended up in, I'm fucking up the details here, Thailand? Really? Maybe Thailand or or, uh, maybe Indonesia. Oh, damn. Uh, That's so and she far. requested asylum. She's like, they're going to kill me because I'm bisexual. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Well, you yeah. ever see... Uh, and, like, my, my family's going to kill me. I'm requesting asylum. I, if I go oh back, I will die. So they requested... She had to they, run away. So, well, yeah, so they granted her asylum. They're like, oh, yeah, we live in the 21st century. Like, we're not going to, you know, kill you because you like other people. Thank God. Because like, we're not fucking... Yeah. <laughs> we're not <Jeez>. insane. <laughs> no, that's so... Oh, my oh, God. She was... How old was she? She's 16. She's oh she's still God. in the news right now. I can't remember her name. Jesus. Well, that's like that girl from who was from uh, North Korea who oh, had to escape God. to... I think it was China or something like that. It was that. North Korea. It was North Korea. No, she was escaping to another country. Oh, though. that's right. From and, North Korea. Yeah, and she yeah. gave this speech to where, like, how she had to watch her mother get raped because people took advantage of refugees from North Korea. Oh, my God. And it was just this whole terrible story, and she's crying the whole time you're telling it, and you're just like, Jesus You couldn't Christ. watch anything you wanted to watch. You couldn't listen to anything you wanted to. It was all propaganda <laughs> yeah. 100% of the Could time. Could you imagine? Like... That's fucking terrible. I hate it. I hate to <laughs> yeah. admit it, but like when the when like right wing people are like, you don't know how good you have it. Like, try doing this in another country, and I'm yeah. like, damn it, you're right. Like, <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have it really good. Yeah. We have it. We're testing good. the boundaries, though. Um, we are. Like, no, we're testing the boundaries. We really but are. We're, but in a good way. In a good way. And but then like, also there's. Some shit. <laughs> like, we could be better in a There's lot a divide. We could be better in men and so women, many ways. Men and women couldn't be more divided now than ever. Like it's so bad. Like on both sides. Not and really, because like I think I think I your think women men have, can would agree that um, women should be allowed to vote. Like nowadays. Oh yeah. Back in the well, day, we established that hell long ago. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, it's, that's what I'm saying. Is like it's better now than yeah, it was back that's then. That's true. Like, I think it's mostly like the um, the general image of a woman to respect that now that we have those rights like don't treat it empty i guess oh yeah yeah you know what i mean like we're not just something that just exists well you still got have... the same people who are alive back when we were treating women like garbage who are still yeah the... like so let's change that yeah. um... <laughs> but then there's also like trust me like as a woman even still i meet some women that are hella aggressive with the movement to the point where i'm like we, we cannot do this we mm-hmm. cannot make it seem like it's two-sided like that's the whole point but i feel like it is more like on a lot of incels as we put it yeah where they kind of like ruin the movement for us as well Mm -hmm. where it's like come on we're just like trying to establish something but then there's some girls out there that like kind of take advantage of the system and then there's men that do it too with like i'm a nice guy like people use keywords you know yeah People who say they are yeah. nice guys are not nice guys. It's yeah. just if, like, don't If you have to call it. yourself a nice guy, yeah. you're probably not a nice guy. Be honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, don't lie If, if you have to like, prove to people you're something, mm-hmm. you're probably not 
that yeah. thing. Well, if you're like, just why telling doesn't, them that, the like, way you nobody do it, thinks yeah. you're nice. The why way you do it is are you, you nice? Do, then? You do prove it, not like intentionally. Like I'm a prove. I'm such a fucking nice guy. Yeah. But uh, no, because <laughs> if they w- if they did do that, there wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like that's nice the right guys. way to go about it. Yeah. But instead, just. Like you see the the internet memes all the time, and I I got this guy who I watch videos of who does voiceovers, but uh, Sorrow TV. Um, <laughs> he basically just makes fun of all the nice, you know, the the nice guys who are like, "Hi, baby, you're so beautiful." Thirty minutes go by, fucking bitch. Yeah, and that's that's not being a nice guy. Um, no. <laughs> it's, it's a, <laughs> like there are so many pieces of shit out there. That, like, it's, I don't know, like, I'll go out to shows and, like, I used to be able to just go up to people and say hi and whatever. Now I I, I sometimes worry about, like, the harassment uh, situation. Like, I'm not harassing you. I yeah. just want to talk to you. Eh, maybe I think you're pretty. Maybe I want to hit on you. As soon as you give me a sign that it's no, yeah, I'm going to leave and I'm going to get another beer. I'm going to have another cigarette. Like, you know. Yeah. Um. But, like, now I just don't do it at all. I'm just like, eh, it's not even worth it. I'm just going to... It's like, people made it clear, like, that there's Because I don't boundaries. want you to think I'm attacking yeah. you well, when really I'm yeah. just trying to talk to you. The situation, I find, more often than not, will arise in a natural manner. Mm. Yeah. To where you don't have to create a situation. Uh, so yeah, when, yeah, exactly. So a lot of the yeah. time, yeah. you just go about your business, and uh, sometimes you end up talking to people, and sometimes you just sit there the whole night at the bar. Yeah. Either way, you don't lose. I mean, I did not go to bars as often as you two have been. Oh yeah, I, I have not. Lots of times. Um, I was very much an indoor kid. <laughs> like, oh really? Oh. Yeah. Even college, like I was just like always inside, drawing, for twelve hours straight. <laughs> uh, I always, I always, I always wish I had that. Like. Yeah, I, I would recommend it. School. It's a ter- <laughs> no, don't. It's a waste. Okay, no, I, I hear that from every artist I know I've ever known. Yeah, even people who <laughs> still use it as a living. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. The ones who did actually learn from well, not learn from. And it, I have but a like, lot of uh, a friend of mine. He works for um, uh, um, Elder Scrolls. He does a lot of their textural designs for their backgrounds. Oh, and I went to school with him. Yeah, and I he posts. Um, he's like, I can't talk a lot about it, but I can I can shove this work off. So and we I'm can like, like what talk, the fuck? talk shit to him if Elder Scrolls Six comes out. <laughs> Nah, we'll we'll see. Like he's been working on this project for the past like year and a half. uh, I don't know how art school is a bad thing. Like that is just good. Art school is amazing. I have friends and bad in a lot of other ways. I think like it should be uh, (laughs) more readily free for people who like prove themselves. It is YouTube, even Pixar. The most that they require of you for an internship for entry positions is uh, certified in uh, programs like Illustrator, like Adobe, most of Adobe. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like if you're certified in any program that's illustrator or like animated related they'll hire you animated oh, wow. related it's true like no that's seriously good. that's awesome. that's only recently that's that was actually a long while ago they've always been i fucking love pixar i've my biggest dream ever since i was a little kid was to work for pixar i always wanted to be a storyboard artist an animator and i never made it happen due to my own negligence of myself <laughs> well, you could still definitely make it happen mm. A lot of people don't get to do what they want to do drawn, until their 30s. I haven't drawn in ages. Did you ever see those, um, I guess it was a meme. It was one of those like list memes. <clears throat> and it was um, 
like uh, Matthew McConaughey didn't get his first acting job mm-hmm. until he was 37. Really? Uh, yeah. Oprah didn't get her first show until she was uh, oh she was like older 30, huh? something like that. And like just nice. all those things, it was, like, it was one of those like don't compare your uh, yeah, yeah. current situation to somebody's future. That's true. Situation, so it's like you got to work for it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so long as you work you for it, you have to struggle and yeah. work for it. <laughs> because they yeah. did, they all did, and some of yeah. them like you could do this next year if you wanted to. Whatever you're thinking of, like it's like you could do this next year if you wanted to. Some people have to wait another ten years before they take off. You know. Well, the That's thing true. is, is you also have to be willing to put in that work don't don't avoid living in the present by always looking to your future because or your past really especially your past yeah yeah. you you gotta make sure you know if uh being an artist a lot of the time you don't generally i mean a lot of people do they're driven and they they have that ethic but a lot of the time like me uh i've i've had so many songs for so many years and i've gotten those productive bouts of time where it's just rolling but more often than not, I actually get more done when I sit down. I don't even want to do it, but I force myself to because it has to be done. Because mm-hmm. if you just keep sitting there and telling yourself, I'll get it done tomorrow. Oh, uh, today's not a good day. I'll, I'll do it later. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep telling yourself that. Yeah. And you're the only person who determines whether or not you want to do or that determines whether or not you do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And other than that, it's just all procrastination, distractions, uh, you know, carrying cell phones around all the time doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm fucking glued to this thing all the time. Who isn't? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. well, what, what outlandish true. funny shit can I read today? And what... How many times do you scroll over the same shit you've already seen? Oh, you've lots. already scrolled over. That's why I recently yeah. got a Twitter. I was like, I need some new shit to scroll over. I tried. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried Twitter. I Me couldn't too. do it. I'm it's not hard. trying to make a I didn't name follow for myself. Enough people and I got the same stories over yeah. and over. Like, oh, I'm not. I'm it's not so trying hard. to make a name for myself on there, but I'm. I'm at least finding all sorts of. Hey, Trump did it. <laughs> yeah. Trump did it single-handedly, he's, he's... like with fucking. He's done lots of things. <laughs> I can't you even can take that good fathom. or bad. Um, Whatever. It's. I I, I can't stand the rat bastard, but oh I see a lot of the time. But but when he <laughs> wants something, he gets it. Yeah, and, it's been uh, proven so many times. We have to kind of like give the devil his due. Like I have to give the devil his <laughs> We're due. We're literally I'm like, being ruled by the devil. I feel if like he I wants died it. He gets it. Now. Like that's a kind of that's a that's kind of badass. Like if outside of everything else, he's. Every oh god damn it I hate this. If guy. you choose, if you choose, <laughs> if you choose to look at him in an unbiased manner, there are some positive traits. None of which that yeah, I can. That's what I'm trying to. Get, that's yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, is that definitely. like unbiased? He's an impressive um, person. It's true. Like he's got he's so also far. a piece of shit. Yeah, so that's what like, I just didn't. It. And you can't reconcile the two. I didn't like him before he was a president. So when he became the president, I was like, "This is just a hot mess." This is just a hot mess. It's the truest shit ever. I can't. <laughs> well, I remember we were in a we were at a show of yours when we found out that Trump fucking won the election. We were I like, know exactly where life it was. ends today for us. As artists, as minorities, as just anyone really that isn't like him, <laughs> like we're fucked. I was in. A, I was living in Guatemala at the time, and I was with my ex girlfriend. Oh, doesn't we concern to, me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if he wins, I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> like yeah. I don't have to deal with that bullshit. 
Good for them. But uh, we, we <laughs> were yeah. we were in this uh, this like English pub, like random English pub in the middle of this Guatemalan town. And they had TVs, so like all the expats were there, like yeah. from Australia, from the U.S., from from like all the other countries in Europe. Um, we're all watching. We're all crammed into this bar watching the TVs. Oh damn! <coughs> They're all the TVs are running on Wi-Fi, <coughs> and, and everybody, everybody wasn't impressed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the bar was on their Wi-Fi on their phone, so it kept crashing constantly. And oh, we're wow. like watching it get redder, like the map get redder. Then we're watching it get bluer. I was having so much dread during that moment. I was like, really? This is what's going to happen to us for yeah. the next fucking... <sighs> we end up going to... Uh, we end up going like right across the street. There's a hostel that a couple of people had found that had uh, a big TV in like a common space and they, they were letting us all in. So we go in and we're watching the TV and it's like full service. Yeah. It's working and we're watching it. My girlfriend and I are the only ones, uh, the only Americans and everyone else is from everywhere else. Yeah. And, uh, it's getting redder and redder and redder. And we're like, like blood. Eh. Yeah. No, <laughs> like blood, like the, yeah. the map of the U.S. is bleeding. It's stained. It's bleeding out. Yeah, that's like what's was, gonna happen. That's what's been happening. Yeah, like, and we like, and we're we're looking at everybody like we're sorry. Like we didn't. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't fucking vote for that asshole. I voted she, for Bernie. She voted for Hillary. Shit. I voted for. Um, <laughs> I voted for Gary Johnson. Um, because I don't know. Whatever he's a libertarian. I'm not. I'm I like. Not, I prefer. I'm not libertarian. super libertarian, but like I'm, I'm. I'm. I prefer to. I'm on their spectrum. Be either, you know, like yeah. Democratic, Republican. I'm like. No. <laughs> I'm. I'm a, a non. Uh, what is it? Registered nonpartisan. Yeah. So I can. I can't vote in the primaries, but I can vote everything else. Nice. Which is kind of funny. You haven't unlocked that DLC yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's getting there. We fuck our government that's, is that's the whole has problem. been a, a fuck it, it's been a fucking mess since literally the beginning. Yeah, it, it was like, never it was never great. It's, um as Trump likes to put it. No, um, it really for people who were white and uh suppressive like they're or repressive or you know Jim Crow raw. I can't even talk. Jim Crow laws. <laughs> so Matt, Jim Crow laws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it's just Just the fact that that even happened not even like less than 100 years ago is pretty fucked up there is even so much about like like the american revolution and like the american dream and everything it's all such a myth yeah like it's not a bad myth like it's good you want to strive to these great things well you know what's actually crazy people think we live in it now but we don't we have to keep striving you know what's crazy it's an image Um, it's an image that we have to live up to and we we never quite make it so we have to keep working i know this franchisee um the franchisee that i work for um and he moved to America. I forget from where, but it was somewhere overseas, mm-hmm. obviously, I guess. Um, I want to say he's of Middle Eastern. I don't want to say his name. Um, <laughs> but basically, it might be a hint. He moved <laughs> to, uh, you know, he moved to the United States and he got a job at Domino's. Mm-hmm. And he lived in his car while having a job at Domino's. And he worked his way up, up into the point to now he owns, I think, more than 90 stores. Jesus. Damn. That's awesome. And he said the reason, like, he was so successful is because he came here uh, with a fresh perspective of this dream. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of us, it's something that we see every day. Yeah, that so we it becomes for. it becomes yeah. something no like we see it in our face every day literally there's yeah it's not something we have to strive it for yeah it's, there's or that we feel so there's potential everywhere but we're all we all have different like <laughs> but we're blind to it and yeah. he goes i saw that potential and i ran with it and sure enough <laughs> now this dude's a, a millionaire yeah. owning <clears throat> 90 plus dominoes and you have to know how the system works and <laughs> yeah like we can so learn that true. too but we don't because like you said we're blinded we're to entitled it. to it it's, it's just there we're for entitled, us to yeah <laughs> we think that's normal yeah. we don't like we don't realize that the but rest then of the world a lot of doesn't us come from that. different backgrounds as well like not a i was privileged mm-hmm. but not in other ways that would have helped for my success mm-hmm. same with everybody else who didn't have a lot of money growing up that couldn't go to college if if they dreamed of it like there was no financial way that could happen right like it's two sides of it's it's not even i wouldn't compare life to a coin it's more like one of those 25 sided die <laughs> like that's yeah. what life feels yeah. like one of those fucking like <laughs> take four special damage yeah um okay. plus you lose 20 stamina okay that's thanks, nice Dick. Uh, <laughs> no coffee today <laughs> did you see that meme that said uh is it not today satan Underneath, it's Satan saying, like, uh, okay, how about tomorrow? <laughs> it's me saying, uh, I can't tomorrow, but how about next week? Yeah, cool. <laughs> He's going to get you. It's so funny yeah. how millennials He'll like work to... work around you. Millennials like to, like, make memes about the devil. Like, how we're better than the devil. And the devil's like, no, the fuck you're not. Aren't you or, a millennial? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Of course I am. But I, you see the memes on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like how not, people yeah, are like Gen acting Z, like, oh, right? the devil. And actually, we on. can out trick the devil. I'm like, we, we might be, well, I don't know, the, the havoc we've wreaked on baby boomers themselves, who I believe are in fact inherent of the devil sometimes. <laughs> are we technically millennials too? You I always, are. We're millennials. You, are a, yeah. you thought you but were a millennial? It's at, um, it's like 28 or 29. It's some older like we're, yeah, we're we're the like early prototype millennials and uh, no we're like mid millennials <laughs> no mid? we're like a yeah. really so awkward... it started in the eighties it started in like eighty four oh okay my br- okay. my brother yeah. was born in the year two thousand he's eighteen oh my gosh he he literally every year he's born or every year that passes that's what the age that he is yeah and he was born in May so it's in the middle of the year I'm like you lucky fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to even when you're old I was like I was born in the year 2000 <laughs> when the tables had turned so when he lives to be Y2 250 K. years old he's like I lived at the turn of the century yes, he gets to have that when the computers stayed on when we thought it would be Y2K I'm like, I remember yeah. when I had to go through a time when we play outside and all of a sudden we didn't yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. I had a tablet and uh, it was great. So I just yeah. never wanted to see the outside world again. I played video games since I was three. Well, I'm, I'm sure you do, uh, Larray. But like Chris and I remember definitely remember a time without the internet. Oh yeah, of course. So that's going going to the library, yeah. like um, yes. to remember do the book, book reports. Yeah, like, oh I remember fuck. a few times when you couldn't like the <laughs> so internet great. wasn't really a like it was a thing, but yeah. not everybody had computers. It was, yeah. a, it was more like and, and it was you, dial up too, so it was really bad. When I yeah. had internet, it was mostly because they wanted to use it for computer programs, not the internet. Yeah. They had programs for the computer itself. Where yeah, you could learn I, had, to read I had educational and games, mathematical games on the computer. It was so cool. Back in the day, my source of entertainment was sitting on a and pretending it was a spaceship. 
Oh yeah, a tree that like fell over. You know, getting a yeah. huge oversized <laughs> box and pretending it was like a new house for yeah. you, even though it was like yeah. ten when, times. When's the last time one the of these square kids... footage is really bad? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when's, when's the last time Aww. one of these kids nowadays went and played in the mud with a fucking stick? All my kids um, in school, like I'm, a, I'm a substitute teacher <laughs> now. My niece is a crybaby; she couldn't handle that. My, I'm a substitute teacher now, and the reward that we give our kids are iPad time iPad uh, time. Mm. But they're special needs kids, so it's a little different. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's it's different than it would have been back then. Like, you know what's funny? I wanted to ask you about this, because um, in the past six months, I'll say, I've met the most people in the field of like special needs education than I ever have. And I wonder, yeah. like, is it is it becoming a thing right now? Like, is it getting popularity or something? It seems like... It seems like there's becoming more of a growing understanding of special needs than there ever uh, was before. And that's okay. it goes with LGBT. That's awesome. That means people are stepping up to the plate. Yeah, and I've noticed <laughs> that sign language has been a huge growing impact on the, um, I guess, disabled community. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm actually going to school for American Sign Language this oh, awesome. upcoming term. But uh, I recently found out that um, my registration didn't go through because I didn't um, go to counseling first. Oh. So I, they dropped all of it. And now I'm on the wait list. For oh, classes. no. Yeah. It was a huge. I was so Fuck. ready. Up until this moment, they cut it out. Well, and I was like, ah. don't. Yeah. Don't unsubscribe from it. Like, just yeah, that's it, that's let, what my family let the time run me. out and find other stuff to do yeah. in the meantime. I know there's another college where there's uh, their term doesn't start until February. Mm-hmm. So. Study up in the meantime. Yeah, now that's you have more true. time to study. That's very true. At least I have more time. Because I'm sure you. Yeah. I'm sure you thought like you're not ready. Like I'm sure you had those. Yes, doubts. <laughs> I definitely did. <laughs> so it's because like, I was so, I'm working now. now. Yeah, yeah, I've never been working this frequently, and then I'm like I'm gonna take on school, mm. and I guess maybe. It, this was just a sign where I'm like, you need to get ready. Yeah. Like, Maintain that um, that study schedule you had. Yes. Just keep it. That's very, very, oh, that's a good outlook on it for sure. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I was like, oh, I, I should have thought of that. <laughs> study more. Yeah. I was I really just should. like, hey, you know, you'll get through yeah. this. Thankfully, I know, <laughs> I know yeah. my alphabet and sign language and my numbers and a lot of phrases in general. Thankfully, mm. because yeah, my, you know a lot. my brother's special needs. So yeah. I, I've been communicating with him in sign language since he was like seven you know, like mm-hmm. just it's something that I've always had. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I just didn't realize that I'm like I should put this to use. I want to use this to help people that mm-hmm. want to communicate their needs and wants to the world. Yeah, they have a voice. Like that shit matters mm-hmm. to me, to them, to that's everyone. Beautiful. Yeah, I just I wanted. That's something that like means something to me. It's one of those things that we just need, and we need yes. to be funded. And yes, you know, absolutely. Like, we need to see the value in it. One time there was this people class. People don't realize it. There yeah, was this they, class that I was in where there something were, that doesn't concern them. So yeah, yeah you know, exactly. A lot of the time they one but, of the saddest but things. But it does. Yeah, you let them it, be a part of it. You know, like, well, it's the overall wellness. That yeah, we are. I think a lot of people like us are looking for, whereas. Some people don't want to look out for anyone else. The thing yeah. was is that one time um, in high school, all the seniors got to go on a field trip, and our special needs kids, the funding isn't really quite there to take them on field trips because they have special needs. Mm-hmm. So this one girl saw this one class go on a field trip. She's like, "Why don't we ever get to go on field trips?" And like started getting oh, kind of sad about it because geez. they didn't have the funding. For, you know, yeah. Like, so but for high can't. school kids, for regular high school kids, it's different, especially if they're on teams or if they're in groups. Well, it's kids that you're you can leave independently, yeah, you know, or that can act independently. It was just sad to hear the other side where she's like, "I get to see these kids go 
to mm-hmm. different to LA oh, to different area, and I I can't. They don't have that opportunity because of what they need, and it's not even all the kids. It's just like a mix of these kids where they're just stuck in a category of like people with different kinds of needs, but they're still in that spectrum. It's mm-hmm. yeah. 